and welcome to Play on K, the Korean drama podcast with Emily and Raquel. And this is the show where we take a K-drama, we watch it four episodes or four hours at a time, and then we get together here every week to talk about it. Yeah, this week we did episodes 25 through 32 of Suspicious Partner. Nailed it. You're perfect. Yeah, we actually did. I I can't lie to you guys. You guys are <laughs> my people. My listeners are my people. Uh, we did, for the first time, in Play on K history, mark it down. We prepared ahead of time. We remembered what episodes we did. We watched before we started the intro. We came so. prepared for the first time ever. It feels good. Um... These episodes I was not crazy about, and I thought they were going to be the last. Mm -hmm. I think last week we talked like nine times about how we were so stoked for the finale. We're fools. Uh, What we did this week is we remembered what episodes we watched. What we have not done in a while is check how many episodes are in this K-drama. We forget. There's always 16. There's always supposed to be 16. Yeah, um, I'm just, yeah, and then, of course, to exacerbate the issue, this K-drama splits all of their episodes in half, so we have to remember twice the amount of numbers. Two times the number of episodes, and so we can't, we can't keep track. There's another four hours after this week, so I think, in short, that means that these four episodes, or these eight episodes, sorry, are the skippable ones. And they absolutely were. Yeah. Well, I will say that I appreciate about this drama um, is so they haven't invented a completely new plot to this point, which is to say sometimes you get to these like weird mid skippable episodes and there's a lull where the K-drama doesn't really know what it's doing, but it's not ready to conclude yet. So it invents a new storyline. Okay, that's Uh, fair. And I'm really proud of them for sticking with the storylines they have and injecting like a new twist on the drama into them or like that they prepared for this moment and they hinted toward the directions they wanted to take some of the different plot points throughout the drama. And it wasn't just like one day they decided to uh, make an entire storyline where his parents died in a fire and we just didn't see it coming. Yeah, that's fair. Even all the stuff that with her parents and his parents that I'm not crazy about. I'm not so interested in that plot point. They've been Mm-mm. a long time coming. They were established. Yeah. That's fair. Raquel gives credit where credit is due. Yeah. Uh, I will say I was very unhappy with the idea that we were going to break them up on the basis that currently he believes that his father and mother were killed by her father that is a lot and while i'm proud of him for like the a for effort in attempting to just get past that and say b for effort he was trying but he's not a very good liar no he did his level best but he also was understandably disturbed yeah um i was talking to um our friend manuel if you've listened to some of the bonus episodes of some of the podcasts he's on a couple He's a joy, um, but he ha- he decided to, like, everyone's in quarantine, and he got really bored, and he's like, what K-drama are you guys watching right now? He caught up. In the, it took him three days, four oh, days, yeah. to watch what <laughs> it took us, like, four weeks to watch. Yeah. Okay, dang. 
Is he listening to our episodes? Because last episode I said you were my best friend and not his, and now I'm worried he'll hear that. <laughs> I don't know if he's going to listen to the episodes. I'd be surprised if he did. Thank God. Um, yeah. I think it would be nice if you're listening right now, Manuel. Hi. We can all we can all be best friends. We can all be best friends equally. I'll get a get a handle on myself, okay? <laughs> I'll control my emotions and be an adult and be best friends with both of you. <laughs> I can make that promise. But if he doesn't listen, that's Beautiful. even better cuz then you're just my best friend, okay? <laughs> Keep this I guess this us. is the test. If he is <laughs> listening, then that's the true test of friendship. <laughs> um, what was I saying? Oh, uh, I was just uh, telling him because he was he stated Manuel's married to a wonderful woman that he loves so much, and I interviewed him. I did a quick little interview when we were arguing about whether or not it matters about the murder, and he said no, it would have nothing to do with our relationship that like that happened and where I was at with it is that because uh, and that was in relation to like if he was imagining that his wife's dad murdered his parents his parents are alive and well they're great they yes live in, I think it's hard to hard to imagine yeah 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 and and her dad is not a murderer so that definitely changes things um but I think where the disconnect is that I think they did a really good job of building is not the fact that the murder did or did not happen. It's the belief of the person, the the two people in the relationship of, of the innocence or lack thereof, the innocence or guilt of the related parties. It, Cause that's like a completely, that's a difference in realities. Yeah. It's, it's a good example and same, like, I feel like if I was in Nojiwook's position, it would feel like it wasn't affecting my relationship and my current love. But yeah, it's just hard to imagine. That's the beauty of K-dramas is they're like, but what if we present you with a scenario that is unimaginable? So you don't know what kind of pain this person would be experiencing. So you just have to accept that maybe they would struggle a lot with it. And I guess... Yeah, I'm not mad at Noji Wook. Uh, I guess I am a little bit because I only gave him a B because I feel like he was doing a really bad job at pretending everything was normal. And he's still kind of a bad communicator as far as he found yeah. out and then didn't tell his girlfriend. That's continually been his problem is his lies by omission. That is an interesting, consistent character flaw that he cannot, when he discovers something that he thinks will make others uncomfortable, he will not tell them about it, despite the fact that you can't keep stuff like that from the people you love. It's definitely her problem, too. You have to yeah, tell yeah. her. <laughs> uh, but she finds out on her own, and... Yeah, makes a very rash decision to break off the relationship, which I think we all saw coming, but none of us wanted. It wasn't fun to watch them break up again. Yeah, it's very on again, off again. They, they've done it in an interesting way, wherein they've added enough conflict outside of the relationship that just happens to have an influence within the relationship that I'm not completely writing off their ability to like stay together quite yet you know mm -hmm. I would hate it if we were in an on again off again thing where it was just them fighting about stuff all the time yeah 
and that's why it wasn't working or if it was i don't know if it had had more to do with actual personality differences and not act the murder of people yeah it's definitely outside the relationship there are forces beyond their control that they feel are forcing them to break up yes so it's fine it's just not fun i'm just so tired and i wanted these to be the last four episodes the last yeah i was I, it made sense to me. It felt like good pacing that we ended it here. And then they they did. They are wrapping up some storylines. So yeah. proud of that. There was not as much Jung Hyun Soo, but there was a lot more of every other storyline they've introduced, which is good. Yeah. They have been introducing new characters like a human child <gasps> who I love. Literally the cutest child I've ever seen in my life. I love him so much. That was my favorite episode. I texted Rick and I was so mad at these episodes after watching seven of them. I was like, so done with Nojiwook just crying all the time and everybody eating Papa John's all the time. Like, <laughs> stop. We get it. Nojiwook is sad and everyone's eating pizza. We get it. Don't do it again. And then episode 32 came in, and they were like, what if Nojiwook has a kid now? And he calls himself Harry Potter, and he looks like (laughs) Harry Potter, and he's so cute. And he really brings Nojiwook out of his shell and teaches him the the meaning of remembering your past and uh, how children can be manipulated, and maybe he should ruminate on that for a minute. Yeah, they definitely have him serve some plot purposes but also he's just very cute and they interact well together so it's cute to watch super cute never knew that what um i needed from uh everyone life uh is to see ji chung wook be vaguely parental toward a very cute child so listen i don't really want children currently and if we continue down the path that I'm on right now, ever. <laughs> um, I'm willing to change, but right now, it's a, it's, um, it's looking like a never. Um, even my uh, biological clock was like, oh, damn. <laughs> I'd have that kid, though. I'd have that kid with that man. <laughs> oh, no. <laughs> I think it's, it's an shot. instinct. Yeah, no, I think it's an instinct thing. Immediately, everything within me was like, um, maybe kids aren't so bad. <laughs> I could do kids. <laughs> it might be in the cards. Look at that good dad. Ji Chung-wook is also in the cards. Yeah, look at that good, cute dad with that good, cute kid. Cute. So, yeah, hard to deny that. Hard <laughs> to deny that instinct. <laughs> um, Hold up. Hold up, pause. Will you see which microphone is connected to your Skypo? <laughs> Bummer. A change. Okay. Raquel, Investigator Bong isn't dead. I, who called it? You called it, but also, like, what is that whole storyline where he's in the hospital for, like, an episode? I mean, I guess he's, like, asleep for an episode, and then he wakes up, and it's just, like, a 12-minute montage of him getting better. I, uh, I was hoping that they'd give it, like, a narrative purpose by being, like, he saw the face of the murderer. 
Right? And now he's a witness. Or something. I even, okay, I thought they were going to go in the direction of him being like, I didn't take off the mask. And then they go back to their little deviant path that they've been on of planting evidence. And uh, add, I'll add to that giving false testimony. And he might be like, I did absolutely see who stabbed me. And it was absolutely Jung Hyun Soo. That is who stabbed me. He cannot prove it wasn't. So, mm, whether you actually saw him or not, does it really matter, Investigator Bong? We're doing the darkest yeah. timeline here. Yeah, everyone's going rogue. Everyone's, yeah. But, you know, another moral conundrum to add to the pile. And they yeah. didn't. They just let him live, which, don't get me wrong, I love him. I wanted him to live. I just thought it would have been more important to do it narratively instead of just to make us the plebs feel better about uh, yeah. the K-drama. K-drama. It felt like just some drama to add drama, and I don't get why. Yeah, like, let's have him almost die. Also, none of them are worried about dying anymore, which I get that <laughs> we pointed out the whole, like, we'll probably die soon thing from the psychic in the last episode. I know we pointed that out. But what they all interpreted it as, did I do enough consonants in that? Interpreted, interpreted it. Interpreted it. Okay. Yeah, you nailed it that time. <laughs> nice. Um, w where I took that was uh, that... Well, like, obviously we caught the probably. Where they took it was they thought someone was going to die. Like, everyone was very sure that there was going to be a second death. And so, if they really believe that, they should be a little more concerned about all of their lives right now. That's fair. They forgot about the prophecy already. Yeah, they decided that was a fun plot point for, like, three episodes, and now it's over. Yeah, this show's a little bit inconsistent, and I'm a little bit okay with it. Yeah. They've made it whimsical enough that when they have inconsistencies, it just feels like part of the whimsy. Yeah, exactly. And that's my perfect show because I'm very forgetful anyways. I can never remember what happens in the first half of any K-drama by the time I'm in the final half. So what does it matter? What's even the point? This definitely feels like a different K-drama to me here <laughs> in the second half of it. It's hard to even think back to... In Bunghee's case. Mm-hmm. And then sometimes they call it out again. Mm-hmm. I'm just curious how they're going to figure out how to prove that she wasn't the murderer and put... Okay, you know who I'm done with? Oh, who? The the big bad prosecutor. Oh, Cha Yu jung Or chief prosecutor? Yeah, chief prosecutor. Uh, <laughs> along, with my, along with my fear, my deep-set, completely irrational fear of being wrongfully accused and convicted of murder is people in like political but not even political like actual legal power completely disregarding the law for their own pride very specifically it would almost be more of a comfort if he was doing it for money it's yeah. scarier that he's doing it out of pride that he doesn't give a shit like what the truth is he has just convinced himself that he has a narrative that is correct, and he will not hear any other uh, incongruencies. He will not consider any other truths, and it's terrifying. It's very scary. And I also just don't get how it's going to end. Like, I don't know how he gets punished, you know? Mm -hmm. I can see them 
dealing with everybody else who has been caught in the crosshairs. Like, this feels like enough of a happy-go-lucky show that they save Eun hee and her dad. But how does how does the real baddie also get punished? We have two very real villains. Okay, I changed my mind about motherhood. <laughs> Can't even deal with my dog right now. <laughs> Can't do it. Teaching what will have to take care of the kids. Yeah, he's doing a great job, so... That's what my plan is. I mean, Jason already offered, so he's like, I'll be a stay-at-home dad, that sounds dope. And I'm like, cool, that doesn't sound dope to me, so... <laughs> you be the stay-at-home parent, and I'll be the go-to-work parent. We've got it all sorted out. I can't tell you how much I love that. Find you one of those, Raquel. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. And then adopt a cute little Asian Harry Potter. Yeah, just a little Korean Harry Potter. Oh, the only way that I will have a child. Beautiful. The adoption of a Korean. <laughs> uh, um, yeah, we have two villains. I can see how one of them is going to end, hopefully, with the Jung Hyun suitcase being wrapped up and all the murders get pointed at him and or attributed to him. He actually did them. And him going to jail. Like, that's cool. Eun hees name is cleared. The other one, I feel like they are going to be able to clear her dad's name. And I guess in the process, they'll have to confront the chief prosecutor and uh, bring to light all his crimes, or at least one big one. But it's hard to see him getting in trouble. I guess I'm too used to the real world where I feel like he would get in trouble for covering up this crime and then just like pay a fine. Maybe mm-hmm. spend three nights in jail. Yeah. Uh, maybe have, like, the embarrassment of the media calling it out and then face no other face consequences. Face no other consequences. Go on with his life like normal. <laughs> yeah. Uh, I'm jaded right now, Raquel. I'm usually very optimistic, and I am jaded. Yeah. It's been a... This week has been such a long decade. <laughs> this month has been a century. Yep. And we're not ready for even the happy-go-lucky world of this cute, cute K-drama. Yeah. I need absolute brain candy at this point. (laughs) We need to watch something very cute for our next drama. Please suggest Mm -hmm. us something just butterscotch sweet. Yep. (laughs) No conflict. We're in Bunghee when she got sick at Prosecutor Na's house, and she said, don't yell at me right now, I'm very sad. <laughs> and then she took her temperature like 19 times. Yeah, she just kept taking it and, and checked out every time, and she didn't question that. That was me earlier this month. I got really sick, and it was when the start of the coronavirus was going around, and I was like, I have it, Jason, I'm dying. And he was like, well, one of the signs is a fever, I'm pretty sure you can't have the virus without a fever so check your temperature and i would check it like every six minutes and he's like kate you don't need to check it that often you just <laughs> you just have a head cold and you're being a baby it's like i'm so constantly in love with and Hee. she is so consistently me and i love it <laughs> i'm sad <laughs> um that actually 
Yeah, she has a lot of relatable moments. There was one that we completely skipped over, I believe. I don't think we ever discussed it in the podcast. So even though I know this isn't the bonus episode, and I know this isn't the episode in which the thing took place, but we do have to roll the tapes back just a little bit and think of another relatable Bong Hee moment where she walks into the kitchen and uh, Jiwook says, Oh, are you hungry? And she says... No, I'm just looking for something to eat. (laughs) (laughs) He says, but you're not hungry. And she says, no, I'm just bored. I want to eat something. (laughs) Yeah, Zumagi. I get that. Yeah. Oh, snacks for days, yo. Except she has a cook for a boyfriend. So he's like, I'll make you a meal. I'm almost the opposite. Where I'm like, don't cook. I don't want real food. I need bad food. (laughs) Or, um, I do want people to cook for me, but I feel immediately guilty for being Mm. a monster who isn't hungry, but wants to eat, and if you could go ahead and uh, whip up exactly what I'm craving, yes. And then I'm like, oh no, I cannot ask anyone (laughs) for this. I also (laughs) refuse to cook myself. I will eat the, this month-old bag of chips instead. <laughs> Thank you. I will snack on this to make myself feel not as bad. Then I don't have to ask for anything. I'm an independent woman who eats <laughs> just an entire sleeve of Oreos. That's where we're at. There you go. There you go. And Bungie, I love you. Except that you broke up with Nojiwook, and I'm still so sad about it. And she says the beautiful line, My father isn't the man you think he is but I can't even say that to you because she knows she has no right to claim his innocence when he's pretty darn sure that he's the one that killed his parents. Right. And then it takes away the justice. The justice that he has found uh, is completely undercut by her trying to claim her father's innocence. That's where it is. That's the separation of reality that I think is a valid reason for them to, like, for her to want to break up with him even though it sucks and at one point she even says did i do the right thing no i think i did the wrong thing and then she has to convince herself that it was the right thing again it's so hard to watch and it's so believable and i hate it like believable in that uh you understand their reasoning it's logical Mm -hmm. i just want them to be together is that too much to ask yes absolutely Um, their mom's relationship is really cute and everything I'd hoped it would be. They finally got the moms together. Yeah, we finally got the big reveal. The big reveal. It actually made me a little bit more sad than I expected it to at the time. Like, at the time of the reveal, because they were so mean to each other. Like, not each other. (laughs) The moms were so mean to the kids. I was... (laughs) That's fair. It's like, don't take this out on them. I felt like Unbunghi's mom tried to be like, let's uh, let the kids live their lives and we'll take this outside. And Nachibok's mom was like, you wish your kid is the trash. I'm not taking this outside. <laughs> My kid's the winner. I was like, oh, Clearly. okay. Mm. Well, someone tried to be the bigger person. We won't <laughs> say who. To be fair, Bunghi's mom turned around and immediately went full savage uh 
Yeah. Real bad. Just real bad. Real they dark. both had some real bad moments. Yeah, but mm-hmm. I think in Monghi's mom. It's hard because she didn't know where I feel like they're usually on equal grounds. And then in Bunghee's mom didn't know what she was doing. She didn't know how she was insulting the relationship between Nojiwook and his mom. So it's just very hard to watch. But, um... Yeah. At least they're kind of more friends now. I do sincerely believe mm-hmm. that they have a better relationship. Yeah, like the moment of vulnerability that allows someone to genuinely apologize to someone else. Yeah. It brings people together. Brings people together. Um, I think that Korea has a really, really, really beautiful way of translating, like, the direct translation of, like, an adopted child, or at least the way I've seen it translated in K-dramas is, like, the world's most beautiful thing, and I'm obsessed with it. I'm obsessed with adoption, just so you guys know. <laughs> I think it's the actual best thing. Um, but, uh, she says, yeah, he's a child of my heart or like the child of born from my heart and I raised him, which she, the other mom immediately knew what that meant, which is why I think it's just like kind of a translation of adoption. Yeah. Yeah. I don't, obviously we don't know Korean, so we don't know if that's a common thing to say or just like a drama thing to say, but we've seen it in a couple dramas. And if you said that in English... Nobody would know what you were talking about. Like, No, it would sound like a poetic way to say you love your child. Yeah. <laughs> they wouldn't be able to read between the lines as well. So it's mm. really, really beautiful. It is a beautiful way to say that your child was adopted. Oh, that was a nice moment. It was a hard mm-hmm. moment. I almost crawled out of my skin, but I stayed. I stayed long enough to see the, the them see it through. They fixed it. Yeah. What do we actually think about lawyer beyond planting evidence, fabricated <laughs> evidence? I feel like that Where was not addressed in these episodes. <laughs> they just no, I wonder no if they'll bring really it back. Actually, yeah. Nobody said anything uh, about it. I feel like they have to because that's super illegal. I mean, now that what's his face is awake now uh, from his coma. Yeah. He took a little break so that they could front the my two dads in a murder issue but <laughs> but now he's back he's spooking he's walking around um yeah they have to bring it back right but this show i just don't know if they will i don't know if they'll be like you see how it's a much bigger issue quote unquote that the prosecution led to this accused murder ending up in the hospital you're like yeah I see that. That's bad. But there was a literal murder weapon in his apartment that should probably be addressed at some point. And mm-hmm. your good boy Nojiwook very quickly figures out that it's his papa, which I know makes me a dark and bad person, but I was like, that's really touching. That's really nice. <laughs> <laughs> they don't have many father-son moments, and this was this was a nice one. And there's that kind of ride-or-die person where it's like, <laughs> she would plant evidence for you if she really loves you. I promise I wouldn't. I wouldn't commit a crime. But I like that yeah. writing for other people. 
I like ride or die relationships. In theory, <laughs> I like to pretend that I am that way. I just really like friendships, guys, and I think they're everlasting. Yeah, they are. I mean, I feel like our friendship is blood in, blood out, which is to say the reason we're such good friends is that neither of us would ever even be in a situation that yeah. we would need to commit a crime for the other. Exactly. Maybe <sighs> we'll start there. But if you did get accused of murder, okay, and I know that's your deepest fear. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Right. Mm. I'm super afraid. Just going to say, I'll, I'll plant some evidence for you. I'll say it on the record. You are such a good friend. <laughs> um, Or hear me out. All right. I I'm not saying don't plan the evidence. Um, if this uh, can we make plan A? Mm-hmm. Uh, you find a really beautiful lawyer to defend me, <laughs> and then we fall in love. And there's absolutely no problem with that. No conflict of interest there. Okay. Well, my dog just decided to stand directly in front of the space heater that I was using to keep myself warm, <laughs> and I'm worried he's going to get a burn on him. So. He's gonna catch fire. Get yeah. out of there. Okay, plan A, hot lawyer. Got it. Plan B, <laughs> mm, solve the case. I'll say plan B is solve the case myself. I'll go rogue, be a civilian interfering in an investigation. Plan C, plant evidence. So it's on I the actually, list, it's not high. Yeah, it's not high on the list. There's a couple other options. All of a sudden, okay, I am entranced by plan B, because I want to see that I'm here for plan B. Maybe that's plan A. Plan B can be hot lawyer. I'm not as interested in a hot lawyer as I am in seeing you help solve a crime. That would be amazing. We'll put them as plan... I mean, plan A and B can be together. I can hire you a hot lawyer and solve the case. Okay, yeah. Together, you guys work to solve the case. That seems even better, because then I could become (laughs) very close friends with your hot boyfriend, just like... You were close friends with my hot boyfriend. <laughs> this is perfect. We've got some time to like bond, figure things out before you guys really start your relationship. Yeah, just like I had a decade to bond and become friends with Jason before you guys started your relationship. I'll have like a week. I'll I'll cap it at a week. We will yeah. really try and not let you sit in jail for that long. Thanks, but... I love a good slow burn. You know this. If we need to hold it off a little bit. <laughs> You'll sit in jail while, while I slow burn, build a friendship, an everlasting friendship with your yeah. new hot lawyer. Meanwhile, he's pining for me. Slow burn. Slow burn. Double slow burn. Um, cool. So we've got a plan. <laughs> this is how friendships last. This is how you solidify a relationship. You solve a crime. Solve a crime. And... If you have to do it with false evidence, that's plan C. That's on the list. <laughs> Yikes. Um, hopefully this never comes to bite us in the butts. No, I doubt it. I I'm doubt sure it. everything will be fine. We're all stuck inside these days anyway, so who has the time to commit a crime, let alone be framed for a crime? But I'm just saying in like 10 years, what if, what if you're... Ca- Accused of murder. In ten years, what if we're still locked inside of our houses? <laughs> I'll still be in Japan. You'll still be in Utah. I'll still be in my parents' basement in Utah. They'll, they'll never be able to prove that we committed a crime. Yeah. We never left. My alibi is that I haven't left the house in ten years. <laughs> Disgusting. <laughs> this is a nightmare. We're going to get out someday. There will be an end. Eventually. Yeah. 
Hang in there. I have one more thing before I'm done. Okay. All the post-credit scenes that I have now started watching and enjoy immensely are Prosecutor Na slowly falling in love with Ji Hyuk, and I am here for it. You like it? I love it. I'm here for any ship, anytime. Yeah. You, you love all the romance. I love Attorney G so much that I worry about him in a relationship with her because I don't think she has enough scruples. I don't know why I'm... He's the one that cheated with his best friend's girlfriend. I know that. I Apparently do. only half cheated. Yeah, but he's actually sorry. Mm-hmm. And he understands that it was just as bad as real cheating. Yeah, versus... Um, nah. Yeah, Nah does not seem to believe that what she did was wrong, which makes me not appreciate her. That's fair. But as they grew closer, he could teach her about scruples, you know? Yeah. I mean, at least she saved uh, Bong Hee's life, so we've got that. She took her to the doctor before her brain baked inside of her skull from her fever, so... Mm-hmm. She's... I mean, it's been a few years, so I'm trying to give her another chance. It seems like she still thinks In Bung Hee killed her boyfriend, which, you know, I don't blame her for. I don't hold that against her. She's got some, you know... She had a hard time <laughs> dating In Bung Hee's ex because of In Bung Hee. So I don't blame her for that. But yeah, she is still a generally good person to Nbang Hee. They have a relationship that's frenemies, and yeah. I kind of love it. It's interesting because she, at the beginning of this K-drama, insisted that she believed Unbang Hee was guilty. But I also feel like she wouldn't be able to be on the like level... Like, the way they communicate, I don't know, it's become clear to me that she doesn't actually think that she's guilty. Because would you be able to talk to someone that you believed murdered your boyfriend? You know, that's a good point. (laughs) Or let them come into your house. Yeah. And then, like, reason that they owe you a favor. Yeah. You owe them a favor. (laughs) You owe them a favor. Yeah, yeah, yeah. You know, I didn't think of it that way. And that's a really good point. Yeah. She's clearly past that. And she, yeah, I guess point being two years ago, she was a really, really bad person and she's never atoned for that. She's never been like, hey, sorry I stole your boyfriend and then made you look like the bad guy somehow. That was, I'm, I'm a snake and I'm sorry for that. But yeah, she did let Unbang Hee be like, you owe me a favor. And she's like, yeah, I guess I kind of do, you know? <laughs> So that's a little bit a step in the right direction. And dating Ji and Hyuk, she could become an even better person, is all I'm saying. Yeah. She's progressing in the right direction, whereas Cha Yu-jung is also sort of pursuing Ji and Hyuk and progressing in the wrong direction. She's consistent. I guess now she's, she's had some progress in these episodes where she's being a better prosecutor. She's just still not being a better friend. So I'm not... Against her and Jin Hyuk getting together, but I understand why it's only in the post-credit scenes. I don't think yeah. it'll actually be anything. Yeah, I kind of like seeing her pursue something. The only thing I'd really like for Jin Hyuk in that type of relationship is that he'd finally be able to move past the forever love that he's had for Prosecutor Cha. Yeah, I really need to 
see him move on from that. That's holding you yeah. back a lot, and it's bumming me out. Yeah, he deserves to move on. That's all I had. I think that's it for me, too. I think that that just about covers it, but if we missed anything, y'all can reach out to us. We can talk more about these episodes. We've got a couple of places that you can do that. We've got our email. It's playonkpodcast at gmail.com. We love to hear from you there, and we'll absolutely write you back if you shoot us an email about K-dramas and your favorites and your favorite parts about this one, and yeah. Yeah. We've got our website, playonk.com, where you can find all of our past episodes. You can sign up for our newsletter to get a list of what we watched this month, as well as get updates about when we start a new show. <laughs> um, on that same website, we have a link to our Patreon, but if you didn't want to follow the link there, it's patreon.com slash playonk. And if you subscribe to our Patreon, we've got some bonus content, and we have been having a lot of fun with uh, like conversations on on our blog posts and we even recently uh put up a very special COVID-19 quarantine episode which uh in which we write a K-drama after an hour and a half of just talking to each other. <laughs> very behind the scenes to how our brains are doing in this quarantine mm -hmm. and uh we're a little weird but I've heard good things. Yeah. Our other patrons have liked it so that's promising. Go check that out. Uh, we are on Twitter. We are at PlayOnK, so stop by there to get notified whenever we drop a new episode, or just give us a hey. Hey! Hey! We're on iTunes, and uh, if you hop over there and rate, review, and subscribe, we would super appreciate it. That's how we'd get on the charts and get more listeners so we can talk more to you guys and with you guys about key dramas. Yeah, if you give us five stars, we will absolutely give you a shout-out on the podcast, because we'd appreciate it so much. Yes, that's what's up. Thank you, as always, to James Paul Hevel for our theme song. We Thanks, love James. It and we love you. And we love you guys for listening. Thanks so much. We will see you next week for the actual, actual finale. Yeah, this one is the final four hours, the final eight episodes, four hours of Suspicious Partner. And we will see you then. Okay, bye. Okay, bye.